I will need a small warp-capable reconnaissance ship with a minimal crew. And if you feel that my rank uh, makes me too conspicuous, well then, I am content to be demoted to captain. Sheer fucking hubris. You think you could just waltz back in here and be entrusted with taking men and women into space? Don't you think I was watching the Hollow the other day along with everyone else in the galaxy? Should not have spoken in public. The Romulans were our enemies, and we tried to help them for as long as we could. But even before the synthetics attacked Mars, 14 species within the Federation said, cut the Romulans loose or we'll pull out. It was a choice between allowing the Federation to implode or letting the Romulans go. The Federation does not get to decide if a species lives or dies. Yes, we do. We absolutely do. Thousands of other species depend upon us for unity, for cohesion. We didn't have enough ships left. We had to make choices. But the great Captain Picard didn't like his orders. I was standing up for the Federation, for what it represents, for what it should still represent. How dare you lecture me? Ignore me again at your cost. My cost? You are in peril, Admiral. There's no peril here. Only the pitiable delusions of a once great man desperate to matter. This is no longer your house, Jean-Luc. So do what you're good at. Go home. Request denied. Joe thinks that we're going to introduce this like a regular episode. He's fucking sorely mistaken. We are talking about Picard, guys. Picard, if the you, newest and greatest series. If you want to watch this show, then you should stop this right now and go get caught up at least through episode, what, six? Oh, dude, we're, yeah, at least, uh, I'm I'm not, a, I'm, I started watching half of episode seven, but like, fuck it, we're going through this. I saw seven already. Because I'm not, I'm not going to wait for Will to fucking, yeah, you know. So, so on that note, bye, Willisha. Bye, Willisha, yeah. RJ, Anyways. I think I, uh, I, I owe you at least ah beer uh since i've been watching this show on your cbs account you're welcome wait you have a cbs account yes then why have i been fucking putting on google drive for you for dipshit will who hasn't even been watching it i know <laughs> uh, i so honestly the only reason i did that is because um i wanted to watch it on my television and i didn't want to plug up my laptop so i was like okay instead of literally walking 10 feet to go get a laptop and plug hdmi into the tv i'm just gonna pay six dollars a month and finish do what i do just get a um a hard drive and plug it into the usb port on your tv again hashtag minimum effort i'd rather just pay five dollars i was gonna say get a plex account Mm, yeah that that works too Anyways, guys, we're talking about Picard, um, and I feel like this is going to be interesting because I have some very mixed feelings about it. I'm curious to see what Steve thinks, and uh, I kind of know what what uh, Joe thinks, but yeah, let's go ahead and get started. So first of all, spoiler alert for every episode today, which is up till episode seven. I'm only halfway through, but if they get spoiled a little bit, that's fine. I don't give a shit at this point. I, I'm going to open with this, man. And this goes. This includes Discovery as well. These intros suck. I, like I don't that. like the <laughs> intro. I don't like the theme music. I like Discoveries. 
Hashtag like still better than Enterprise. I have I I mean I I haven't watched Enterprise. It's not the music. The oh, music's fine. It's no, the, the, the music. Oh, Enterprise is terrible. Oh, okay, okay. Music then and you it, have no you cannot say that these two are terrible until you watch Enterprise's No, uh, no, no. no. I, I'm not saying the I'm not oh, saying God, the please. I'm not saying the music is good or bad. All right, I I'm putting listening to it right now. I'm not saying the music is good or bad. The music for Picard and Discovery are fine. Just the whole like and now that I, I see Enterprise, I'm watching it. It's bad. It's the same thing where it's just a bunch of like random stuff. And it's like, no, I just want to see like the ship flying across the screen. I don't <laughs> want to see any. <laughs> okay. I understand where you're going with this. What about Deep Space Nine? There was no ship to fly across the screen. <laughs> they at least like had a wormhole opening and closing. <laughs> like a space butthole. Like a space butthole. Ugh. <sighs> Are, are both of you? Uh, I know RJ is. Are both of you uh, Greatest Generation? I am. Yeah. Yes. I, right. I might subconsciously steal some of their things just because I I can't help it. No, no. I, I mean, I may do the same. So I just want to make sure we're all no, subconsciously on, stealing honestly, from the I, Greatest Generation. I did it. Yeah. I, I until I met Joe. Like I I wasn't. I knew nothing. Like Joe's the one that introduced me to all that. Oh, I, I started listening to them when they were uh, doing, I forget where in TNG, but it was I during I was season TNG. one of TNG when I started listening to them. Yeah. Like, I've been listening Anyways, to forever. Picard, how we feel Have you, about it? Joe, so I assume, where are both of you on The Greatest Generation? I'm caught up. I'm not. Okay, and so, Greatest Discovery. So at least Joe has, has listened to the episode that uh, was has a... Uh, commercial p1 from 60 cycle hump yes i did that's what made me think about we should do one on there because yeah. me and me and well i was talking about it. i was like well we should do one of the greatest generation i think you were there too aren't you talking about that yeah no i i i suggested i'm like you know we do talk about trek quite a bit but also we talk about dragon dildos and maybe there's you know a crossover across yeah no we sorts. uh we did it immediate pretty much immediately after we realized that the Ferengi rules of acquisition are the 60 cycle hum rules of Craigslist selling. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, no, we were thinking about like doing a P1 on there too, just to get people to listen to something they probably don't want to listen to. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, can we can we get a little focused here? Let's talk about Picard. How's everybody feeling about it in general? Steve, you can go first since you're the guest. Um, I'm enjoying it. I mean, I think it's it's kind of a dip back. I guess my caveat would be that um, I think Nemesis is the one Star Trek film of relevance that I haven't seen. Um, but I, I'm enjoying Picard. You know, it, it, I, Patrick Stewart is hard to not enjoy. Yeah, when you give him that much screen time, valid point. Um, Allison Pill. So my wife and I are are, uh, I guess our theme movie for I don't I don't know what you would call it. You know, everyone has their individual favorite movie, but then like couples have their combined favorite movie. Um, and I guess ours might be Dan in real life. Hmm. Uh, which was at, uh, one of Allison Pill's first movies. Yeah. Um, so seeing her in Star Trek is a lot of fun for me. I don't like Allison Pill in fucking anything. I do. 
I find her weirdly attractive. Like she's not attractive. actually. Actually, I take that back. Scott Pilgrim, she's okay. I was oh, gonna say that's what I was thinking of her from. Uh, I was trying to remember. We are sex. We are sex bomb, and we are here to right. do whatever the thing she says. Mm-hmm. I forgot that was her. Yeah. Okay, that makes more sense. I was trying to figure out where I remembered her from and why I thought she, she was, was also in the newsroom. I don't know if anybody watched that. Which one? The newsroom? Nah. It's it sounds Sorkin. It's a Sorkin like yeah. TV show. So it's like very West uh West Wing. You West know Joe, she is, she is Canadian. Oh, there we go. She's only thirty four. I should have been Canadian. <laughs> My jokes would be so much more funny. Uh would they though? Yeah. Anyways, because in uh, Canada, they, their sense of humor is nowhere near like the American standards for sense of humor. Hmm. Have you not watched Letterkenny? I have watched Letterkenny. It's hilarious. It's amazing. Anyways, so I I kind of originally was really into this, um, but now I'm just like watching it because I'm watching it. I don't know. Like, I'm, I, I'm enjoying it more and more as it goes on. I'm not. It's fucking now, boring. And episode it's seven cliche. was a snooze fest. No, but I think but, that was just because Jonathan Franks and in a Sirtis needed some screen time. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I guess I can kind of see what you're saying, RJ. But at the same time, I mean, so I feel this. Quick, I guess I, guys, I guess my caveat would be like Star Wars, man. Like Star Wars is ridiculously predictable at this point yeah but i still want like i watched mandalorian right i'm I'm gonna i think maybe that's the apt comparison is comparing picard to mandalorian mandalorian was for me was fun Mm -hmm. but it was also like i was watching it for the easter eggs like was there any doubt that at the end of the first season of mandalorian that he was gonna walk away from everything like hanging out with baby yoda Hell no. Like, you knew what was going to happen the whole fucking time. And the, and that's... And I'm not saying the predictability is, is what you knew was going to happen. It's... The problem I have is the repetitiveness within the season itself of Picard. It's, oh, hey, nostalgia character. Cool, new character. Oh, we leave that new character behind. Oh, hey, nostalgia character. Oh, hey, new character. Oh, we leave that behind. Like, it's done it... Th- like three or four times now. But the I mean, first that- episode, you have data, data, whatever. I'm going to say data because that's just what I say. And then... Because you're a horrible person. I am. That was like that was like a, a mental flash or something. It that doesn't matter. Cool. It's, uh, hey, hey, guys, hey, guys, next generation. Because I feel like Picard is very much a reaction to the hardcore Star Trek fans who really have a problem with Discovery because I don't know why. Because Discovery's fucking awesome. But most fans, a lot of Man, hardcore fans hate fucking Discovery. Picard is because CBS looked at Patrick, Patrick Stewart. Stewart's Bill of Health and they're like, we got to get one more. Yeah. Well, that's see, like how that's, I feel that's like the um, I Song of Ice I, and Fire fans look at George Martin. Like they want him to finish the book before he dies. So that's the other thing is like, you're banking on a star who, a very aging star. Aging star is like putting it mild. And I, I can I, I don't think they're gonna wrap it up in three episodes. 
Well, that's because it was the second season. Yes, but Jesus Christ, I hope you're done shooting soon because uh, you're, you're on borrowed time. He's only 79. Oh, he's only 79. That's not that old in British. He's, he's barely older than Donald Trump. Yeah. And in British people, that's not very old. They get really old. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's just it's. Although they shouldn't let him pick his own outfits. Does he pick? Does he pick his own outfits? Is that a thing? When when he went to the what's the free world and he had that weird like Renaissance fear outfit, I'm like, it's like Renaissance fear meets Zorro. That cracked me up. The freaking eye patch. Yeah. Yeah. Like what the? Why is Picard wearing this? I'm like, and then Rios with the pimp suit on. I loved the pimp suit. Yeah. That was the, the plot, man. Free, free World is New Orleans and Mardi Gras. Pretty much, yeah. No, so, like... Okay, so that's another thing I'm trying to wrap my head around is uh, I also have a problem with... Um, it, it, it It's a little too on the nose to to some of the things that they're doing in this season, like free world. Um, I was like, Oh yeah. Okay. I, I get the, it. It's, it's, pop-up it's, scene. it's, it's, it's a fucking metaphor for like all the garbage that's on our phones and blah, blah, blah. Like it's obviously that's what it's supposed to be like hinting at. I'm just, yeah. The, the whole targeted marketing pop-ups thing. It was like old when the when it happens to the first person, but when it happened to each person on the crew, it was really old. Yeah, I don't um, know. I just I'm not I'm not. It has some is, scenes that I enjoy, but like one, if, it's just dragging along. Two, it's fucking. It's not giving me what I want. Like I don't I know what the fuck we're doing anymore. The big problem is. If they would have put this out before they put Discovery out, it would have been better. But Discovery is so fucking good that like it's making this look not as good by comparison. But again, I, I don't. I actually would disagree with that. I would have to disagree with it too. Uh fucking Discovery is a fucking great. No, show. I, I, I don't get me wrong. I think Discovery is a great show. But again, I can't help but feel like this is a response, just like Rise of the Skywalker was a response to the the previous series or the previous film. Fucking a lot of, like I said, hardcore fans do not like Discovery. They don't even consider it canon. Yeah, but you know what the best thing about Discovery is, though? You never know what the fuck's going to happen. That's Right, and, and that's, that's fine. Not, but That's not but the I... point I'm making. The point I'm making is this is Picard is very much a safe bet, just like Rise of the Skywalker was a safe bet. Yeah. Oh, let me get these fucking things that you like from the previous, throw it at you again. It's, it's a J.J. Right. Abrams thing to fucking do, and it's fucking annoying. If, if Picard came out before Discovery, it would be Fuller House Season 1 of Sci-Fi. A bunch of throwbacks to a thing that everyone remembers from the late 80s, early 90s. And it, it's a lot of fun. But, you it's know. It's basically I, Mandalorian. Sure. Exactly. Well, I would say it's even like less less or more, you know, depending on how you look at it, right? Um, it's just a bunch of throwbacks to like be like, hey, fun. Remember that? But, remember when you were a kid and you watched this show with 
that so and you didn't care than, about it other than baby yoda like it hints at like things that you can appreciate versus picard literally goes hey there's data hey there's troy hey there's hugh hey there's there's Riker. hey like, seven of nine better oh, be oh. in season two well she's in the next episode okay dang it She's Dang in, it, Jill! It's in the up next on. You didn't watch the end. I'm. I haven't watched episode, episode seven. Five. Yeah, oh, he hasn't fuck. watched. Sorry. <laughs> um. Uh, today is actually, uh, ironically enough, the guy who plays Hugh's birthday too. Oh, you guys have the same birthday. That's lame. Yep. <laughs> you get into the queen cell. That yeah. that part was awesome though. When they when he like fucking like took Picard and like was like, oh, I love you, Picard. Come on, bro, let's go. And like they broed out and went to the. Uh, the cell, and then he opened up the little door for them to walk through. You know, what I, I thought, thought that I actually thought that was neat, be, just because Hugh was like, even at the end of the Hugh epi- the Hugh episode in uh, TNG, I I always felt like that was left really open ended. Like, what is going to happen here? Like, what what's going on? And so I actually thought that was like a neat tie in. And the it. fact that and the fact that Hugh was so ready to grow up, yeah. I like it was cool. Much, like, come on, Picard. I will say no, it's I, cool. Don't it's, don't worry, Picard. They're they're just Borg XBs. They're cool. Be cool I very bro. much enjoyed the fact that. Okay, so off the top of my head, because it's been a while since I've seen all the movies. First contact, they like hint at uh, Picard having PTSD. Right, that's the one. Yeah. So I really like it that they they actually addressed that in this. Uh, I think far better than they did actually in that movie. Right. Um, like they like really dug into it, and I can appreciate that. Where they have like one scene in like First Contact where he's like that, and then he's back to like same old Picard. Like this one, like he's truly affected until he sees the XPs, and I can appreciate that. There are things that they do right. In, in this in this series and there are things that I enjoy and things I want to know more about um, but I'm just not getting enough of it is my thing I'm just not getting enough yeah um, I don't know it, it's it's going through things fast I don't know it just doesn't have that same mysterious feel that Discovery had like and that's my, my problem is I keep going back to the fact that Discovery is also a new trick and it just Everything was a mystery the whole time. See, and I feel like Picard is not new track. It, it, I would say it, I would agree it's not. It's it's, it's not looking new track. at the, it's But it's not old track either though. No, it's but just, it's looking back. It's a it's a it's a it's a it's a fucking nostalgia trip. Like, no, just cuz there's is. people from the older one and it doesn't necessarily mean it's a nostalgia trip. Like the story's an original story. And it's something completely new as far as what they're doing. Like, yes, no one's ever but, been on a board reclamation like, project. Like, no one's ever. I feel like if it was that solid of a story, you wouldn't need the nostalgia. I think you need the, the nostalgia because, you okay, you don't need it, right? No. Mm-hmm. But if they made a Picard show but, and didn't bring some of the other people back, people would be fucking pissed. I mean, like, what if you called this... Like think about this, right? Like every this whole this show is a nostalgia trip. It's called Star Trek Picard. Yeah. 
If they called it Star Trek Data and the only th- reference to Data is the fact that like, oh yeah, uh, um, a freaking like single cell of Data was some s- somehow salvaged out of something to make mm. this entire show and none of the characters were characters that you knew before, nobody would care. Yeah. Or maybe you would care, but like you wouldn't care. Like even Discovery was a... Discovery worked because it was like bridging between Enterprise and the original series somehow. But if you said, look, we're going to go into the future, but nobody that you knew exists here. Well, no. Okay. So here's the thing. It's... These are just like... It's like, oh, hey, other than like maybe the data thing, like all these other characters like, oh, hey, we ran into you. Oh, hey, we ran into you. Versus Discovery, Discovery, when they do, uh, what's the episode where they harken back to the the, the pilot? Oh, you're talking about the one with the, where Pike goes back with the... The The cage. The cage. The cage, yeah. That was done brilliantly. Like, that was fucking amazing writing right there. The, 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 The last time on was a little weird on that episode, just because... At that time, I was in the process of rewatching the original series. Nice, yeah. Um, but no, see, yeah, the, the that was you cool. Like out and you're like, what the fuck? Why is the traveler here? Or not the traveler? The um, what's that guy's name? The keeper. Point. What? I'm gonna say okay, but I have no idea what you're talking about. If you played that. Star Trek Timelines, you would learn every single character's name to fucking memory. Anyways, um, but no, like. That was done right. I think that's that's a cool way to tie in previous things. They, should, they really but should have like, called this um, Star Trek La Serena, though, since it should be named after the ship, not the fucking person. I think, well, no, because now he's not even on the fucking ship. Like, the ship is Yeah, but if you think about it, Enterprise was named after the Enterprise. Voyager was named after the Voyagers. Deep Space Nine was named after Deep Space Also, I think this cast is very weak. Can I also just say that? I think... Picard's cast is weak. I, I'm I I can agree with that. Um, at least where I'm at in episode six, um, the cast I, is weak. I feel a little bit bad. Well, so do you mean the cast from an acting perspective or from a, a, a character like character development? Yeah. it's fucking weak and stereotypical and cliche and not in a good way. Um, I think. Uh, the chick from Law and Order is like whatever. Um, the the you know the one I, I have no what who the 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 drug addict. Rafi. Okay. Rafi. Yeah. Rafi. Dun 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 dun. Anyways. So, I think all the characters are relatively weak, and I think the most interesting thing is uh, uh, th- how uh, the Rios? captain of the sh- yeah Rios like the, the his other characters that yeah they all have like slightly different accents. Uh, no, I, that I that's a lot of fun, that. but, but that's, that's pretty fun. Yeah, his EMH is pretty cool, but. I don't Which just goes to prove that Pills... EMH is the best character ever in Star Trek. <laughs> I don't think Allison Pills' character is interesting. 
Um, there's just nobody on there. Oh uh, no, Girardi is not that interesting. It's just fun because it's Allison Pill. Yeah, exactly. And but, I hate that fucking uh, stupid whatever something. Oh, where's the, those sunglasses? Like, who made the decision that those sunglasses needed to be worn? It's not cool. Are you talking about the chief security for? Yeah, she's like Federation? she comes out with these like weird like those Ray-Ban sunglasses on. Yeah. I'm like, is that um, supposed to be cool? I'm not there yet, guys. Oh well, no, she's worn them in the first episode. Did she's she? Worn them in like three episodes. Yeah, she's I, worn I know. Them you, like, I know who you're talking every, about Commodore she, O. Yeah, yeah Commodore every time O. She has these weird like she wears these weird fucking sunglasses, and it's so distracting terrible. that all I can focus on the entire time is why mm-hmm. is she wearing these stupid fucking sunglasses? And it really accents the ears. I'll say that. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe uh maybe uh Romulans are not down with the yellow sun. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. And like um Did yeah. you guys know the sun is a massive incandescent gas? Thanks, science. <laughs> it's a gigantic nuclear furnace. Pretty Can't, much, yeah, because it's all fusion. Really quick, I, I think something that we haven't tackled is um Soji's emo boyfriend slash spy. How do we feel about that fucking whole thing? I feel like he's like the dude from Romulan culture. Cause like, like big, he's like the big Lebowski of the Romulans because I I feel the same way about him that I did, uh, that I felt about, about, um, what's the guy in discovery? Uh, Michael's love interest. That's, half Vulcan whatever or that is Vulcan but turned into a human oh you're talking about Ash Tyler Ash Tyler oh he's Klingon he's Klingon so I don't know why I said Vulcan I'm fucking because you're drunk yeah um uh, if you're not then I I don't know that's just just no they're they're pretty different character wise no but what I'm saying I'm not saying that they're different that that they're similar I'm saying that when Ash Tyler was first introduced. I really fucking hate him, and that's how I feel about this guy. But Ash, Ash got like, got interesting. I don't think this guy's interesting. No, well, the he's not is, getting This guy's like a fucking weasel. Yeah, he's a Romulan. I, you know, on the one hand, I I do agree, but I don't know as a Romulan if he should be interesting. He's the kind of guy that like, if you were also working on the board reclamation project and you also had an interest in Soji and she was like, Oh, this is this guy that I'm hanging out with. You're like, that guy? You would just start laughing. He'd be like, You'd be like Oh, this guy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I've, I've seen him before. You can do better. And, <laughs> and so I think there's like an implication that like, Oh, he's Romulan. So he's, he's badass. But he's yeah, not. But he looks like a Romulan who just doesn't fucking care. Like every other Romulan's like pointy shoulder pads and like super fucking clean cut and shit, and then you have dude Hinton. even even his sister is pointy shoulder shoulder pads. His yeah. sister could definitely thrash him, and he's just like yeah, I'm fucking cool, dude. Yeah, um, I just I don't know. There are like little hints of like lore that I can appreciate in this show. There are hints of. A general story that could be interesting, but now I just feel like I'm lost. Like lost as in like I just 
I'm not invested where this is going because I don't have a general idea of the end game. But not in the like, oh, I need to know more. It's a, oh, it's like whatever. What I want to know is. Does that make sense? Like, it's. What year did uh, Voyager actually get back? I don't fucking know. I, I fucking hate Voyager. Because Voyager started later than than all the other ones because it took place way later in the timeline. I mean, it coincided with like the end of Deep Space Nine, which is already coinciding with the end of TNG. So if it's been 30 years since Picard was in TNG. That's not what they're saying in the show. They're just saying it's been 30 years since he left. Yeah. Since he, he left, left Starfleet, but he didn't leave in TNG, if I'm correct. Am I? Well, he correct? left after the movies. But, but that's not like exactly stated. Yeah, but like, I mean, there's still like 14 extra years till Discovery even fucking got lost on the other side of the shit. And then I how many years that, they spent I, getting back? What I'm, tr- what I'm trying to say is they just say since he retired 30 years ago, but... That 30 years ago could still be 30 years ahead of like where Voyager takes place. Although 30 years ago, he already looked like he was um, was uh, 70 years old. This is true. I, just, I don't know, man. No, because like, just the math on it. I'm trying to figure out seven and nine because if if he's been done for 30 years and Voyager was gone, you know, it started like nine or ten years after he retired already. But How long did he Voyager didn't take retire to get back? at that point is the point I'm making. Like, he yeah, didn't retire at that point. They just, there was no more stories. Doesn't mean that stories didn't happen. Obviously, it happened because he dealt with the whole, the whole Romulan thing. Yeah, well, there was the movies. But what I'm saying is, how long did it take Voyager to get back? Oh, I don't know. How long did it take Steve? I'm not at the Voyager? end yet. Because seven and nine at the end of Voyager was still the classic seven and nine. So for her to have that much of a character change, it had to have been a decent amount of time. I mean, did she? I mean, again, I'm not at the end of Voyager, but I feel like she didn't have the, the where I'm at in Voyager and where she is in Picard doesn't seem like the, a huge character change. Oh yeah, because she in fucking Voyager, she was super stiff and super fucking like almost data like in the way she talked and everything. Sure, and I, I mean, maybe that's a actor choice. That's like, oh, it's a little looser, but the the whole idea because when she like basically steps off, it's like, yeah, look, like once you're ex, uh, an ex Borg, like you're always an ex Borg, you never get over it. You just try to find your place in the world, and this is where I feel like my place in the world is right now. Yeah, but she's like super fucking loose and swaggering around and shit now. She was never like that in Voyager. Yeah. So I'm wondering I mean, how I much time has passed. But... I'm just trying to figure out the the logistics of how much time has passed since she's been back till till today. Uh, hold in, on. In Picard. RJ's hitting up that memory alpha. Because they were 75 years away on Voyager. I know they got some kind of wormhole that got them closer. Okay, so check this out. Uh, the show ends in 2000, 
378. Picard takes place in 2,399. So there is like a 20-year difference. That means Voyager was only out for like a year. Which couldn't have been possible because they have a year. No, Voyager was out for, according to this, just Googling, it was out for seven years. At times... it, it, according to this, it takes place from 2372 Deep Space Nine ends in 2375, so there's a Three there's years. an overlap of two years in the beginning. Deep Space Nine starts in 69, Voyager starts in 71. Okay, because in at the very first episode of, of Voyager, they're at Deep Space Nine. Yes, that's yeah. There's a there's a overlap. Yes. Yeah, it's a well, it's like a crossover episode. We're like, well, I mean, in one of the last episode or one of the first episodes of Deep Space Nine, Picard's, uh, in, it. Picard's in it, and 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 Cisco's, Cisco's like, like, get the you. fuck off my station. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Cisco's yeah. like, I don't want to fucking talk to you. I don't want to know you. You can go to fucking hell, little cutest. So uh, yeah, and then uh, just so you know, um, put this in. Uh, perspective. Um, it's Picard takes year takes place twelve years after the Romulan, uh, the the Romulan thing, the fucking explosion and all that shit. I'm just waiting for fucking one day they're gonna be out in space doing something in like Picard season two, and all of a sudden the fucking uh, Discovery's just gonna magically appear right? out of the sky. <laughs> right, that's how they're gonna tie it all in, and then next thing you know, he's gonna be on Discovery. That's this, the shark. That's at, the shark, man. At that's the end the of season shark. two, Discovery yeah. went to the future. They didn't say when they were going to the future. They just said they were going no, to the future. No, they they say they, they're going like 800 years. They're like in the 27 or oh, it's that far. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's pretty far. I was just gonna say, I can imagine right now, Picard's about to like die. Something happens, and all of a sudden, Discovery just pulls up out of nowhere and starts shooting everybody. Um, I do like how they tie it up at the end of season two, of Discovery. How no one fucking it's like fight club nobody talks about discovery because that because <laughs> i'm like how is like it never been brought up in the history of any star That's trek how, that there was bitch. this ship that could fucking, fucking just fucking spore drive pl- transport filling in those plot holes that's that's why they need a uh, star trek section 31 which supposedly they're making yeah. starring michelle yo which is just you know 200 years of people being like but guys discovery did this already yeah because Discovery had way better technology than anything that existed after it. Well, really, it's only Spore Drive. Everything else. Everything else is the same. Yeah, but I mean, the replicators they had were way better than the replicators that were on TOS ships. That's just because the uh, maybe, CGI is there. Maybe because Disco is a science vessel. Is explore? I don't. I don't think. And, I don't think Enterprise is a science vessel. And Discovery was sleek as fuck looking too. Again, science vessel though. Well, that's called again CGI. Yeah, like, well, 
Ex- I'm why trying to give an in canon reason, okay? Why does your uh, why does your uh, freaking saucer section rotate? I think it was badass though, because it looked cool. Because it made no <laughs> logistical sense, but it looked cool. Oh, those nacelles too are so fucking flat and long. I just that's what she said. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Dude, I love disco. Disco is my favorite ship of all. It's such well, a I cool mean, fucking I ship. I mean, even take a take take a think of this. I would say uh, Enterprise's design is far more sleek and sexy. Or, I'm sorry, Enterprise the show. It's yeah. Enterprise is far more sleek and sexy than the fucking Enterprise in TOS. Yeah, that's because the nacelles were above the ship instead of below it. Also, I love like okay, so I've recently been watching this one guy. I forget his name on YouTube. He's very interesting. And he, like, just goes over, like, random topics about Star Trek. All of his other shit's, like, about, like, how he hates Trump and, like, atheism and stuff. Like, whatever. I don't care. But I watch his Star Trek. Well, you should. Yeah. Whatever. Those fucking hippies are a problem. I don't know. I'm... Okay, go ahead and finish your... Whatever you're saying, because I got a thought. Um, but one of the things, like, he points out is, like, it just, like, he, like goes through and starts pointing out like all the plot holes like how like you know in um tos they're talking about like this is the first name the first starship that's named enterprise but then technically enterprise takes place before that well technically that's not starfleet that's just federation of earth (laughs) like that's how they get around it and i'm like oh yeah no there was starfleet wasn't there hmm where does he give the big old fucking speech at the end at? L- let me rephrase. I got it. I got it mixed up. What I meant to say is, Enterprise is named Enterprise. It's the first one in Starfleet, but it wasn't the first one in. Am I saying that right, Steve? Help me out here. I, oh. I'm. I again, Enterprise is. I'm working through semi chronologically. Okay, so, so that's I, before the Federation is put together. And basically. if you want to talk about nostalgia for nostalgia's sake, why the fuck are Riker, Troy, and Barkley in Enterprise? Well, that's because, just because Enterprise the last is just episode. a historical simulation. Yeah, I know, but that's what I'm saying. Is like oh, you want to talk God. about putting someone in there for nostalgia's sake? That did not need to be in there. No, that whole episode was garbage. Anyways, what were you gonna say, Steve? I don't know. You asked me a question. And I didn't have an answer. No, you. I didn't ask you shit. Like no, I, you, you said, you, you asked were me about the timeline. No, no, no. Regardless of this timeline, I'm talking about before that. I was talking about how the guy he talks about like Trump and. Oh yeah, yeah. Out. What I was gonna say is, um, the Enterprise show ship shape is fine. I don't. I was just going back to the idea. Like I actually don't like the way Discovery looks. Oh, I love Discovery. I feel like yeah, the way that Discovery looks doesn't fit in the timeline. Yeah, it's way too advanced. But 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 what I'm trying to say is I feel like Enterprise's ship looks too advanced compared to TOS and Enterprise's ship takes place even before Discovery. No, I would I would agree with you. Yeah, Enterprise is like a hundred years before Discovery. And it looks it looks like a TNG ship model, not a TOS ship model. I would say it even looks like more advanced than a uh, TOS model. Yeah, it's more like a Voyager, right? Yeah, yeah. TOS. It's like, just, so the I'm problem looking is TOS at, was just so shitty that they like they're like, well, we can't make the ship this shitty. I'm looking at a uh, gosh, 
Come on, man. Just friggin' open. Great. Thanks, Pinterest. I'm trying to look at a, a friggin' picture of ships, and it wants to show me a picture of Jerry Ryan. What nice. ship are you looking for? All the so just it's like a collage picture to take a look at all of them, right? So, so this is going back to like what you were saying about the nacelle position. Um, is basically that NX01, which is Enterprise, and then O, then O1, O1A, O1B, O1C. The nacelles actually gradually get lower until you get to Enterprise uh, O1E. Is the first time the nacelles are back to being equal so so the first one nx0 which is star trek enterprise the show the nacelles are above the saucer section yeah um tos the nacelles are about equal and that's kind of the same with a and b c is lower which c is i don't know if c was in i don't i don't recall if c was in the movies but it was at least in it the, was in uh, one episode with the one one with episode the, of TNG, right? With the the time traveling one, exactly. Where Tasha, uh, Tasha Yargo back with them or something, which somehow she's yeah, Yargo's back with them with a uh, freaking Shooter McGavin. Yeah, that's who it is. I knew uh, it was something like that. And then it gets lower. It gets lower and lower and lower. I don't like the dis that and so all this. This is a huge circle. The disco ship just seems. To me, is too flat. Like I feel like that's a it's flatness. So of just... fucking flat and long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's all I wanted to say. Sorry, listeners. Sorry. Very uh, he is very drunk. I mean, maybe not like disco episode drunk. <laughs> Last time oh, we had you. you really yeah, yeah. Trashed. I'm at home, so I'm definitely better than. Than that time, yeah. Disco is so fucking cool, man. I love disco. It's whatever. I'm just looking at all the different ships. Because in timelines, you get all the different ships. The fucking Shenzo is ugly, though. I'll tell you that. Um. Yeah, I'm like looking at all the ships now. God damn it! Now we're falling down the rabbit hole. Thanks, Steve. And that big ass sarcophagus ship. Yeah, that that one was supposed to be ugly. Yeah, that thing was straight out of a uh, Stargate SG One. I, I also just... don't like the um the Ferengi the Decora Creighton whatever it is. Do any of the Ferengi ships look good? Uh, not really. But the one I'm talking about, the one that looks kind of like a U with a little thing coming out of the yeah, front. Yeah, yeah. Voyager just looks like a fucking sperm whale. <laughs> uh, the Prakish is stupid too. The Cardassian warship, the Prakash. I don't know. Are we done talking about Picard? Like, do we have any final thoughts on Picard before we? Appar- apparently, we're just naming ships. Yeah, we're just point. like we're just like. Oh, that looks cool. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, Picard better get better. That's all I gotta say. Picard better get better. I agree. I it's, know. I'm, I'm it's good right. enough that I'm I'm satisfied with it being a Star Trek property. Like I'm not gonna write it off being like this is shit, but like it needs to get better. Like I I need the plot to to have a little bit more. Like I need a little bit more idea. Like if you're gonna make it a a runaway movie like 
invest more into it. Um, speed it up a little more. Don't drag it out. I feel like they're they're dragging it out. Cause like, oh, we want ten episodes when this story could be told in five. Nah, I don't got a problem with that. Anytime I can get character development, I'll take it. There um, is no I character this- development. Tell me. Wait, hold on. Hold the fuck on. Tell me what. Tell me. Tell me where is their character development in this show? Like real character development. I I understand that six episodes in, no character development. Well, you None. understand Rafi a little more when she like gave up uh, her child. Uh, no, that's, that's just that's just backstory. That's not character development. That's just what do you backstory. think character development is? Backstory. No. I mean, char- okay, one character no. who is like not character development is growth, not fucking telling them no, character development things is so why you that know who they who are. That character is your character development at this point is Rafi wanted to save Rom- Romulan, so she ignored her kids. Elnor looked up to Picard, but he was didn't want to hang out with kids. That's your entire character development over the first six episodes. No, Rafi's is I gave up my family for Starfleet, and then I got fucked over because Picard had to like had to fight his battle and be stubborn. You could have done that in one episode. They did do that in one episode. Oh, I thought it was two. No, it was two. Now. Um, you get in the ca- the character role for Alice and Pills character. Why is she fucking like killing people? That's not. A but that's not development. That's, that's just, just things that are happening to her. She's not actually developing as a person. You're, yeah, you're not. No, no, I they're not developing not her as a person. They're developing our knowledge of the character. But but the thing is, is that changes. I'm not in talking the about character. character arc. I'm talking about character development. No, that is character arc though, because her arc is. She's a scientist, and then the Commodore basically shows her a bunch of stuff, and she's like, oh, wow. And now she doesn't know what to think. That's where we're at with her. Yeah, it develops her as a character for us. No, it doesn't. But her character is, I'm afraid of the outside world because I'm a scientist. Mm. There's no development in the show, period. I'm sorry, there isn't. There's just you know things of why that person is the way they are. It, That's, it, it's not. There's nothing like building. They're not bettering themselves. Picard is still Picard. Rafi is still fucking Rafi. Uh, uh, arguably the only one who's had a change of mind is Allison Pill, which came from, oh I want to meet a set to oh fucking sense are bad I'm gonna kill him. I'm not saying that and they're, I'm okay they're with developing that. and changing the character. I'm saying they're developing to us who these characters are and why these characters are who they are. I, I to me, that's character development doesn't have anything to do with the actual character changing anything. It has to do with your understanding of a character, why that character exists. The development's not the development of their character in the show. It's the development of the observer's ideals of the character. Don't make me fucking Google character development to give you the actual definition. Wow. There's two ways to look at it, though. I'm not looking at it as of, like, their character developing an arc in the show. I'm looking at it as... I'm looking character development as in the fucking actual goddamn definition. My idea is... uh, So, before... before Whatever the hell RJ's gonna say. Hold on. No, I'm reading it. Uh, what is character development? Character development is a process and execution of creating a fully rounded, complex, lifelike character with 
fictional writing with the purpose of making readers invest in them and their life's journey. Which I don't is feel exactly like, what I just said. So fuck you. But it's, it's nothing to not. do with their story in the show. It's developing the character as no, a character, so you know does, who that character is. It does have to do with their story in the show because the thing is, is because the Gerardi character starts as a blank slate scientist. Everything that so so right at again, I haven't seen episode four. So if it changes, you mean seven? Or sorry, seven. Jesus, you drunk. <laughs> No, I'm, because I'm going to make a connection here to back to Star Wars. Okay, go for it. The thing with Gerardi, um, is that, again, I don't know what happens in the newest episode, but things just happen to her and she reacts. When things happen to you as a character and you react, that's not development. Development is when a character decides their own fate. Correct. No, development's when you get details about a no. character and you can understand them. No. I mean, I Which mean, it clearly says it's the process of executing a fully rounded, complex, lifelike character with the purpose of making readers invest in them. It has sure, nothing to do with but, what they do. It has to do about what you know about well, then they're doing them. But, a- when you're, but when your reactions are, cur- are completely based on what the script writer sets up for you, that doesn't develop your character beyond... But it's not the script That's we're talking set. about. We're not talking about script. We're talking about the actual writing of the story. There's more things to character development than what they say and what they do. The character development is because it's a, it's a huge thing in like George R. R. Martin books is why I bring this up in the first place. He'll sit there and tell every single thing about the physical characteristics of the person, the way they look, the way they smell, the way they eat, but the way because that is developing the character as a character. Not, it has no matter. Just telling you what the character is, the development before it even tells you the scene of what the character is doing, devel- no, he'll describe the, that character in so much detail that you've developed an idea of a real person no, in your brain. No. So the development character developed me. If you want to use fucking Game of Thrones, would be the arc of Jamie no, Lannister. That's character arc. Not not character development. Oh my character God. development is telling you that Jamie Lannister oh, is blonde here. He's a knight. He's got all these things. It's, it's developing uh, his actual character of who he is. Just... You're completely wrong on that one, RJ. <laughs> I'm I'm going to disagree. I'm, I'm on RJ's side on this. Thank it's you. Not, development's not about just like just okay. What the script J- says the fucking that person does. No, that's arc. Development is completely what, different. <laughs> what I'm saying is that nothing that I have observed about Gerardi informs anything about who she is as a person, except that she's scared. That's it. But but that's it. There's no actual development beyond Gerardi is scared. And from even the first time that Picard encounters Gerardi, I, I can infer that she is scared when she's like, when he's like, Oh, but could you make us a, a synth that is indistinguishable from human life? And she's like, ha, 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 that's a joke, right? That implies fear. Everything about her character is just fear. And that's just an archetype. That's not, uh, that's just, that's not archetype, but that that's just a, th- that's just a plain Jane run of the mill. Like, oh, this is the scaredy cat. Oh, this is the silent, but brooding captain. Oh, this is the fucking drunk who fucking has issues. That's not character development. That's just yeah. stereotypes. No, <laughs> it's not. Because there's more to the characters than just that. Like now that I said they like don't have a ton what? of character development. 
Like what? 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 Tell me. Tell me what? What? What do you know that's like really at the heart and soul of each of these characters? That you, is you know what? Ca- you know what car- character development is was for Gerardi is when she kills Maddox. Like that is development, but what we don't know is why it's development, and that well, and that's where development would be seven. when you first meet her. You learn that she's in charge of this institute. She's a nerd. She's done all these things that have to do with the synthetic creation. And then it develops her character further into her wanting to go on this adventure. But you don't know why she wants to go on the adventure until you realize that her character has been developed even further by the fact that she had a conversation with this person who mind melded with her and showed her what happened in the future. And then now she's become scared because she's seen that. But no, she's all always of that, been scared. So, so that's she the, always so, been scared. So, okay, so that's that's a part that I haven't reached, I will admit. Yeah. But up until that point, all you know about her is she's a scientist. But the idea that she's scared, yeah, I don't know. And the thing is, is she worked under Maddox. So she's just kind of on this continuous thing of like, well, oh. another part of her character development is her and Maddox were lovers. That's, I mean, that's backstory. That's not a develop, uh, development yeah. of character. I mean, if you were Maddox, <laughs> would you say no? No, of course not. I would say no. I don't find her pudgy. The, the, the whole point is when you watch, you can't just only watch for story. You have to she watch for detail. She in the face. I, I just, I don't do <laughs> if, if you're just going to watch for story, go watch community theater. There's no character development there. Community theater is just, this is a story. It's, just watch, just watch How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> watch Big Bang Theory. <laughs> no, uh, I just, I don't. You're not watching for plot and story only. You watch for everything. Here's the thing, and the only reason that this one, what I would call character development, works is because there was literally a fucking nine-season show on before it with this fucking character. But uh, the 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 radical change of Picard being the by the books, I am a Federation. That that's who I am as a person to the change that he has because of the events that play out. I feel like that's development. Sure. I, but the only reason that works is because you have nine seasons of a different show with him. And so that's why it's the most grounded. All these other ones are tropes, stereotypical, boring, and just, just bland. Honestly, I think Picard's one of the least character developed characters in Star Trek. Because he's the same fucking person always. He never changes, no, ever. But, but, but what I'm trying to say is... He's, like he, I'm Picard. I'm in fucking charge. I'm doing what I want to do. That's it. I mean, I think he was a little <laughs> a little more hashed out in the films. Yeah. I don't I don't entirely disagree with that. You know, I think the, the PTSD of Locutus was like, what, three episodes? Yeah, that was it. It's crazy. It should have been way more than that. But see, that's but, what. But I, that's how that's how any serialized show or, works. Or actually, not serialized because Star Trek wasn't serialized. No. Even like until Discovery, none of it was serialized. Everything was at least somewhat Monster of the no. Week, and like no, Deep, Deep Space Nine was heavily serialized, especially well, when they got towards the Cardassian conflicts and. Deep Space Nine was semi-serialized, but they still threw... D- the Dominion. It's, it's baseball, Jake! 
yeah, every once in a while they'll throw like one of these stupid like ship in a bottle episodes, but a majority of that show towards the last three or four seasons was serialized. Sure, sure. But Voyager, you know, the, you go back to Voyager and and while like the overarching Here's theme what I'll of, say about this. of Let's Get Home it, it exists, like Voyager's pretty serialized. Well, I mean, but if you think about this way, though, by far, if, when you're driving through Florida, it's going to be different than when you're driving through Kansas. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about what I, I get what Steve's trying to say. About, is it, though? About yeah, discovery. It's a lot different. Here's where I get what Steve's is, uh, especially the second season of Disco. You can't watch season or you can't watch episode eight and actually know what the fuck is going on without watching the previous episodes. Star oh, well, Trek, if, if any other season the is of different. Space Nine, where they're fucking taking O'Brien and making him a time prisoner because the Dominion, like, like they basically make him live his whole life in a prison of his mind because the Dominion caught him doing something they don't like. You have no idea what any of that is if you didn't know who the Dominion was or the, yeah, but, the shapeshifters but, were. I was that. I don't think that was. Uh, I know what you're talking about. I don't think that was a Dominion thing, but yeah, it was because the founder was there. the The lady, the one that had sex with Odo through the weird like melding liquid. I mean, she's the one who yeah. captured him, and she had. Wait, him hold on. What's wrong with that? The temporal prisoner. Oh, nothing's wrong with that. I'm just saying it was weird. <laughs> so, but I'm but saying is I'm, you wouldn't, and if you hadn't watched any of the episodes before that you wouldn't know who the dominion is you wouldn't know why he's there or anything it's I, completely serialized no it's, TNG like, never was except for maybe they'd have like the most they'd have is like a two episode serial and that I was feel it. like that's most of of star trek until disco like i'm sorry like that have you really watched deep space nine or voyager or enterprise even I watched enough to know that there's more episodes that are not linked together than they are where literally every episode of season two of disco is an overall one story, one story. I, 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 I and, and I mean, I, I guess that's, that's where I'm saying it's like deep space nine is, is watchable. Disco is unwatchable. If you have not seen watched like every episode. Exactly. Because there is no ship in a the bottle early episode seasons of for Disco. Space Nine are, but once you get to the later seasons, it's not. But what I'm trying except to except for is a couple episodes here and there. What I'm trying to say is there there is no ship in a bottle episode for Disco. Yes, there is. There's like four it's or five. Still, of them. it's still loosely tied to the no, overall. No, the one where they go I to New Eden. The New Eden episode was completely fucking horseshit. I literally dropped into a random... So I'm not saying... Like, if you have never watched Star Trek before, sure. But I literally just clicked on a random episode. It happens to be Season 7, Episode 12. The summary is when Grand Zegas Neck is kidnapped... Or when Grand Negus Zek is kidnapped by the Klingon Kardashian Alliance. While on a business trip to the Mirror Universe... Quark and Rom follow him there. Like, it's it's nonsense. Well, yeah, it's a Frankie episode. All the Frankie episodes are nonsense. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Even, like, all... I would say even... So, okay, literally, this is... Although the Ocean's se- Eleven Frankie episode is one of the best ones. This is Season 7, Episode 23. It's an episode about Section 31. Which, in the grand scheme of DS9... Is 
Section 31 is stupid. And this is this is literally two episodes away from when that... Or three, I guess. Because the last episode is a double. That episode where they are still talking about Section 31 is three episodes away from when the show ends. Yeah, because the Maquis basically becomes... Well, the Maquis are like some kind of precursor to Section 31 or something. The... The episode about that is about Galron and the brain. I'm just saying. I'm just. I, I understand what you're saying. Like, if you hit, if if you hit a random episode in DS9, it's a coin flip to whether or not you will understand it. But I don't think that Discovery or Picard have those same odds. I, I think if, I think Discovery, if you don't watch it from the very beginning, well, season one, you're lost. But season two, they went off the fucking walls. What are you talking about? Discovery. Even even no. season two, I think it's more confusing if you're not watching the whole thing. From episode to episode. Like, no, nah, because you can watch the, the fucking episode where, like, the pilot episode, the damn The Cage episode, that one has nothing to do with the rest of the story. You can watch the one where they go to New Eden and they find the well, little no, people that, living on the planet. Because nothing the episode with, with the cage deliberately you go to the one with, they go to Saru's home planet. It doesn't have anything to do with the rest of it. No, hold on. I beg to differ because they go to Saru's planet because they find out about the Red Angel. If you haven't seen the previous episodes, you don't know what the Red Angel is. Same thing for the cage. The cage is actually important because... uh, Yeah, but if you've never seen a Ferengi coalition, you wouldn't know what that is. If you've never seen Section 31, you wouldn't know what that is. Like, you're just... That that's not what that's the episode's about, though. You don't have to know anything about Star Trek. You don't to need to know show. anything about the Frankie. As soon as you see them, you're like, "Those are Jews." <laughs> that's fucked. <laughs> now me. who's racist? That was racist, but true. <laughs> um, no, but uh, what I'm trying to say is like, even the cage. The reason why they have that episode is because you have to. How do I explain it? I think the problem is you can't explain it. It's you're coming too late from at an night. idea of that I've you've already watched. All Joe's been that. up for 21 hours. I, I have. I've been up for a long fucking time. Um, I'm just saying, Star Trek Disco is far more. It is. It is each season. Granted, the two seasons from each other are very different, but each season has a story to tell. Star Trek, Next Generation, Deep Space, Voyager. There is a overall plot, but it's just to set up the universe, and then they just tell a bunch of different fucking stories with mm-hmm. some like overall arcing thing, just like X Files did, where X Files literally broke it down. First two episodes were serialized, then there was a mid-season hump. Those two were serialized, and then the very end of the season were serialized. But everything in between was monsters of the week. All right, guys. Um gotta wrap we gotta circle this back Starship Picard <laughs> 1 to 10 what do you give it as of right now I'm giving it 6 a 4.5 damn son uh, I'm gonna give it a 7 um, and what I'm gonna say is Lower Decks is coming yeah I'm excited for that one now really yeah I don't know anything about it. Dude, one of my favorite episodes of TNG was the Lower Decks episode. Where it just showed the other people on the ship just living life. Because you, like, 
you know, you become so accustomed to seeing the same people every episode that you forget there's other people on the ship. Like thousands of other people. I hope it's like Star Trek the Imagineering story. <laughs> I guess all I can say about it is uh, apparently I'm I'm literally looking it up for the first time. Uh, is that Noel Wells is one of the characters on Lower Decks, and I did enjoy her characters on Saturday Night Live. I think that more Star Trek is going to be good. The good thing is, though, it's always going to be better than Star Wars. Oh, not a hot take. Yeah. I mean, it just I've is. Got, yeah, no, I've got nothing to say about that because, as I've said time and time again, the favorite thing about the Star Wars franchise for me is all the shit that nobody cares about, like the books. <laughs> like, like my favorite Star, my most memorable Star, Star Wars stuff is, like, book stuff, not the films. Yeah, and Star Trek, there's a shit ton of books, too. Yeah. But if we're talking about just the visual media, Star Trek way out. Oh, yeah. Ranks uh, I would have to agree. Star 1, Wars. Anyways, thank you guys so much for watching. Hold on, uh, hold on. One more thing. Oh, fuck me. You wanted to wrap it up, but you keep saying, wait, there's more. Ronnie Cox. Captain Edward Jellicoe from TNG. I mean, he really wasn't that bad of a guy, right? There's no. I mean, the problem is you hate him because he's such a dick to Picard and everybody else was there. And then because of what Picard's going through at the moment, it makes you sympathize with him even more. So, right. So, right. real quick. Um, like, literally, Jellico's flaw in that episode is that he tells Riker. Hey guys, I think we should only work eight hours at a time. Yeah. Or no, I think we should only work six hours at a time instead of eight. Yeah. We need to break it into four shifts instead of three shifts. Oh, f- uh, we're not changing our shift schedule here. Are you crazy? So the, here's the. So that guy that I was telling you about, Steve Shrives, like the Star Trek dude that I was telling you about, he literally has an episode called, or a. a, a video essay called why is captain jellico actually pretty awesome and he actually goes into talking about like he's really not that bad of a bad of a guy he's just very by the books but you hate him because by the books dictates that we shouldn't go out of the way to try to save picard (laughs) right that's all it literally is like we shouldn't risk going and setting off a world or, or another war or whatever just for one guy like we shouldn't put the Federation at risk just for one person. Yeah, that's literally his is the reason why he's an asshole. Which is ironic because the whole plot of Picard is let's put the entire Federation at risk for one person. Guys, I got it. This is a, a an aside. Right now on Reverb. Okay. <laughs> Taking it over to gear. I'm listening. For seventeen hundred dollars. There is a base. It is a... Oh, jeez. It's an import. It's the Groove Base. That is the brand, apparently. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna Signed by Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> I see it. What? Status. 
the groove bass with all Trump. How much would you pay for a bass? It's not even signed by. There's a sticker on it with his signature on it. No, no, it's it's a it looks like a real signature. Yeah, I don't but it know is. Why. But the signature's on a sticker that's put onto the base. Is that what it is? Yeah, look at it in the close-up pictures. Oh, have you? Oh, yeah, the autograph is in black marker. Has uh, no, it's a sticker over. Oh, the maybe signature. it's over. Okay, to protect. It doesn't it. get messed up. <laughs> I got you. It's to protect it. The base was made in England by a brand called Status, which I've never never heard about. Seven eighteen hundred dollars, guys. Eighteen hundred. That's it's more sixteen. It's sixteen ninety nine. Oh, whatever. Seventeen hundred dollars discounted. That makes it better. Yeah. How many? Uh, how many like my pedals? Do you think uh, this guy would uh, trade you for take for the space? <laughs> All of them. Funny. All right, Picard. We love it. We hate it. It's whatever. RJ hates it. It's it's, hate it's it. okay. It's, it's, I think it can get better. I don't think we have enough time for it to get better. Yeah, my my biggest concern is that we're running out of time. We have three more episodes, and I don't feel like we're anywhere in the story that matters. Yeah, I I, I do agree with that. I I I I think I enjoy the show more than you do I won't say I appreciate it more but I enjoy it more at this point but I am worried about the number of episodes that are supposedly left because mm-hmm. I would have loved to have seen a one and done yeah like that would be awesome if like they put the CBS thing that that's what they do like they just have like basically a Star Trek anthology series like see I don't want that That'd be I want fucking a, awesome. I want fucking seven seasons in a movie. Yeah, because you're not gonna get seven seasons out of Patrick Stewart, man. No, I don't necessarily mean of this series. I just don't want an anthology on every single one where he's new every year. Sure. But that's something saying like, and the, if Picard is going to go beyond one season, even two seasons, they really need to make sure they have a. They better have circle. it in the can. That's all yeah. I'm gonna say. Yeah, yeah. the story. The story they needs to be shoot complete. Back to, like if they're gonna do a third season, they better shoot it back to back. Unless season three is Star Trek Picard in memoriam. <laughs> season three is just Elnor going batshit crazy yeah, across the galaxy. Like, I would watch that. Choose to live. Season three, every episode is directed by Quentin Tarantino starring Elnor. That'd be fucking oh awesome. Uh, can we t- real quick, can we talk about stupid YouTube comments? I just got one, and the reason why I bring it up, it's actually on your episode, uh, Steve. Um, he, This guy, he was like, how much did that pedal board cost? Because like, you have like a bunch of like boutique like pedals on there. I'm like, well, if you do the math, like the fucking 1981 alone goes for like $300 used. And his response was, well, if it's expensive, it def- uh, to me, it defeats the purpose and doesn't make so much sense what, to go ampless. I'm like, what, wait, is this on your video or, on or my mine? video? The ampless keep it simple, stupid rig. Oh, my. Okay. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Never read the comments. 
No, you gotta you gotta read the comments because that's what drives your algo. Yeah. Yeah, but so it I also have to, crushes I have to your also ego. respond to this asshole. And I'm well, gonna... I mean, one way or the other, um Don't feed trolls. Why? It does good for my numbers. Oh, there I am. All right, I so... mean, if you're gonna complain about my keep it simple stupid, um Let's talk about the fact that uh, that I suck at guitar. Yeah, right. <laughs> True story. All right, guys. Well, let's uh, wrap this up since it's already uh, three fifteen a.m. here. Sounds good. And, uh, Thank you guys so much for listening. <laughs> yeah, be sure to join us on the Facebook group. Let us know what you guys think about Picard. And uh, yeah. Yeah. All right, See guys. Ya.